Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. Let me tell you guys, um, this episode is a doozy. Um, This episode I originally thought would be almost too dirty to air. Um, I had reservations about posting it right after we recorded just because of the subject matter. So this episode is with my friend Mark. Mark and I actually drink some whiskey. We drink some bourbon. Um, and we get into a lot of sexy talk. Um, so we cover a lot of different subjects. It's an hour and a half long. Um, like I said, it's a doozy. So this one is definitely for sex positive people. Um, if you're not sex positive, you're probably not subscribed to this podcast anyway, but just a warning. (laughs) You do have to be a little more open-minded for this one. We do cover topics like um, consent, rough sex, and then we actually review the Coast um, sex and dating survey. So it's very interesting. Um, We had a lot of fun. And like I said, I was nervous to post this at first, but then I just figured, fuck it. Um, I'm just going to do it. So let me know what you think of this, if you want to hear more like this, um, because I'm down to do it. And guys, do me a huge, huge favor. If you really enjoyed this episode, and you enjoyed the subject matter and um, of the episode, go to iTunes or Google Play or wherever you find your podcasts and follow and subscribe to the Man Whore Podcast. So the Man Whore Podcast is hosted by stand-up comedian Billy Persida, and it is phenomenal. I've been listening to the Manhor podcast since, I would say, September. Um, it's extremely entertaining. It's very enlightening, very insightful, very interesting. He has a variety of number of guests on. Um, typically, it is women he has hooked up with or dated, and they talk about their past relationship. They talk about sexuality and love and all that stuff. But he does have a variety of guests on. It's super interesting, and Billy is really, really good at what he does. So I don't think you'll be disappointed. Just just do yourself a favor and, and check out that podcast, and make sure you leave him a review. Let them know that Sarah sent you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, hope you enjoy. And as always, remember to be subscribed on iTunes and Google Play, Intoxicated Podcast, all the socials. So that's Facebook, Intoxicated Podcast, uh, Instagram, also Intoxicated Podcast, and Twitter, in underscore Toxicated. And hope you guys are also enjoying the other podcast I have now called Intoxicated Reviews, where we talk about TV and movies. Um, it's going really good. We're having a lot of fun with that. And uh, I hope you check those ones out as well. But yeah, guys, um, I would say grab yourselves a drink and um, maybe make sure you have headphones on if you're at work. <laughs> and uh, enjoy. Hey, Pops. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. So we are here with Mark. Hey, bud. It's Mark, man. I love that you're just enjoying the shit out of that. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Uh, this is an Empire Records reference, but is that with a C or a K? Oh, God. You love Guar, Brad. 
You want to be in the band. Why don't you join the band? Why don't you join the band? <laughs> and that's why I love Magic Brownies. <laughs> Favorite movie of all time. Such a good movie. And yeah. it's... Oh, what's the fucking day? Rex Manning Day. Rex Manning Who Day! Who doesn't love Rex Manning Day? I know, right? I'd fuck him in the closet. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Against the photocopier. Was it the photocopier? Yeah, it was with Gina. Who oh, was, who was uh, what's her name? Um, fuck, what's her name? Liz? Liv Tyler? Reese Witherspoon? Reese Witherspoon? No, no, not no. Reese Witherspoon. What the fuck am I talking about? Reese Witherspoon's legally Renee, Renee Zellweger. Wait, did he fuck Renee? Yeah, Renee Zellweger was Gina. Right. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one wants to fuck him, and the the shitty friend fucks him mm-hmm. instead. I have to watch Empire Records again. Uh, we could do an Empire Records podcast. We definitely could. All right, but anyways, back to Mark. Hey, boy. Um. So we. Uh, I guess we'll start with what we're drinking. So you chose bourbon. We are drinking Buffalo Trace bourbon uh, from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Um, shockingly, that's their name. Why? Why bourbon? What, it's your kind of your poison, Yeah, right? it's just what I drink. Um, I liked uh, Irish whiskeys and scotches for a long time, and one of my buddies was just super into bourbon and took me to a bourbon tasting, and I've just been on a bit of a kick. I don't okay. drink a ton, so it's one of those things where <laughs> I go back to the default of, like, well, when I used to drink a bunch, I drank this. It's your safe place, kind of, in a way. Yeah, it's my um, Linus's blanket. Okay. Let's, let's do a cheers. Probably. So th- I'm trying this for the first time, so here I go. Okay. Yep, that's the face I expected you to have <laughs> while drinking bourbon, which is not a face that loves bourbon. <laughs> well, you know what? Like I said, I've said this many times. It's I'm broadening my horizons with alcohol doing this. Yeah. Like, people come on, they're like, yeah, just whatever you want. And I'm like, no, you pick something. Yeah. Like, I need to get out of my comfort zone. That's the whole kind of point of this whole thing. But yeah, yeah. we're going to start, like we always do, friendship origin story. Now... I don't remember when we, like, I don't remember the exact scenario that we met first. Do you? I feel like... I know who we met through. Your sister. No, Andrew. Okay. Yeah, it was before, was it before I knew? You met me and separately, like, a lot of people at that point did. Okay. Yeah. So you, um, there was a period in time where my friend circle involved both myself and my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was friends with, like, we're all friends with the same... Kind of group, but there were two very different sides. There was like a nerdier side and a more party side. And so we all kind of united as this one group. And I remember meeting you independent of my sister, uh, meeting you. And then it kind of clued in when you did what everyone did, which is to look at my sister and go, oh, you're Mark's sister. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, And she hates that fucking line because everyone (laughs) says it. And it's like, yeah, I'm louder than you. So, and I was here first. And you and I met... Probably was it a party? Drinking. It was always a party. But I remember, like, I remember that, like, I was friends with your sister. We yes. developed a friendship. And then we decided we wanted to live together. We then got our friend Lindsay in on the apartment thing. And we actually went to Beerly's for one of your birthday parties. When's your birthday? Is it in the summer? Uh, it's in June. Yeah. And it was, yeah, most so, of my birthdays at the time were at, at that bar. Everyone liked to play a game of Get Mark Really Drunk. And it eventually got to the point where I would get sent home with, like, an ex or something. And so we eventually... I just stopped having having birthdays there because it was, like... Dangerous. Well, yeah, no. like And, and also, like, that much alcoholic consumption... Like, yeah, you can do that in your early 20s, but when you get to, like, 25, 27... Eh, there's nothing wrong with a drink, but, like, you've done some stupid shit drinking. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. No, agreed. Yeah. I, and also, too, like, you don't deal with hangovers the same way. Oh, God, Like, no. hangovers are so much worse. Like, I, and I do agree. I think it starts around, like, 26, 27. I'm now 30, and, like, 
every time I drink, it's like I feel like I'm dying the next day. I'm damn near 31, um, and it's it's at the point where I can function hungover. But, oh my god, do I not want to? I know, exactly. You kind of have to pick and choose when you get wasted. Yeah. Just so it's convenient for your adult life, in a way. Like, oh, which day can I get wasted so that I can actually be a piece of shit the next day and not do anything productive? Yeah, I have to look at my next morning's meetings and be like, what do I have any client calls before one? If I have no (laughs) client calls before one, then maybe I can have a couple drinks. Uh, If I have no client calls the whole day and I have no deadlines for launch... Um, I can drink as much as I want. Uh, and I generally just, I, like, I'm not a big drinker anymore. Like, I've had some pretty bad experiences, and I've been a bit of a knob. And so you kind of adjust back, and you Great. recognize when you as a person are probably not an ideal drinker. Yep. Yep. And that's something that you and I have talked about in the past. It's we like, have. There is, like, as you get older, you recognize, because, like, you have no baggage when you're 20. No. When you're young, okay, that's not you're, to say everyone. Not everyone, but you're you're still figuring it all out. Yeah. Yeah, But yeah. for a lot of people that make, maybe your life's been pretty okay until you're 20, no. um, 20 to 30, you get so much baggage. You have shitty relationships, you have friends stab you in the back, you have blackout nights drinking where you do maybe something hor- horrible, and you get to a point where you start recognizing what your red flag moments are. Like, okay, I shouldn't have a drink if yeah. I feel like X, Y, or Z. Yeah. yeah. Um, or yeah. if X, Y, or Z has occurred this week, I should probably... Stay away. Exactly. And you learn to self-care and not medicate, self-medicate to the point where it destroys you. But if you're in a good place and you're in a healthy place, yeah. like, yeah, everyone will have a pension to have a couple, two drinks. Um, and then you wake up the next morning and you're just like, oh, God. I know. Like... And I think that's a cool thing about your my friendship with you is you've definitely been there for me when I've been at the worst, the lowest, the 5 a.m. phone calls, the yeah, uh, I'm on, I'm, I left a party because I did something sh- bad and now I'm out on the street and then, you know, we went to Freeman's for 5 a.m. coffees yeah. and just talked it over. And there's no judgment there for me because, like, and I've said this to many people, I fucked up more than you have. Yeah. Like point blank, you can do a lot of terrible... I've done some shitty things in my life. Yeah. Um, I'm not proud of any of them, but I've tried to learn from every single one of them. Yeah. And in learning, there is the, you know, I've put something bad out into the world. I've learned from it. Now I need to mitigate the bad. And if I can help someone else get over something exactly. similar, then I haven't made up for what I've done, but I've put at least a little bit more good in the world. Exactly. Yep. And I, and I think, you know, that night, you know, I haven't been the same ever since because... You know, like, I didn't... I think I did stop drinking for a bit. Yeah. But it's just a matter of knowing how to drink. You know? Yeah, like, you know, it's recognizing your own trigger points, your yeah. own your own warning points, and and um, mitigating it. And if... And if and, and, and no judgments to anyone that has given up drinking. If you are not no. a person that can handle uh, drinking or, or intoxicants mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, chemicals, fucking don't do them. No one's going to judge you. Like, Hell you know, no. There were... Like, there was a year period where... I drank Diet Coke on dates, and I only had one woman be like, oh, you're not drinking? And I was like, no. And then that was it. She's yeah. like, okay, cool. Date continued as normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have this preconceived notion, of, like, everyone's going to notice if I don't drink. No. This is just like going to the gym when you're fat. No one except the ultimate douchebag's going to care, and everyone else is going to be like, oh, there's a new person in the gym. Good for them. Uh, yeah. In fact, they'd be like, good for you. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's freaking hard, man, but... Here we are, drinking bourbon. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> drinking bourbon and reminiscing. And this could be a good disclaimer for the podcast. I do not encourage everyone to be wasted all the time. The whole point of this is the fact that when people have a drink, they feel more confident. They feel a little less inhibited. So they're more likely to talk about stuff. You relax. Um, yeah. You forget that there's a microphone in front of you. Yep. Um, because... You know, we all have a pension to to tighten up when we Sense. know that it's there forever, right? Yep. It's the same way when, like, I've, I've, you, you know, we've all sexted, okay? Um, <laughs> Raise your hand if you have. Uh, fucking or lower your hand, real yeah. good. Um, oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so we've all sexted, and there's two kinds of of like texting. There's texting where you're aware of what you're saying, and yep. it's the flirty shit or the consoling shit where you read what you said. And you edit it, and you make sure it sounds uh, good. Who and, does that? And then there's the moment where you wake up the next morning, and whether you were drunk or you're sober, and you you were horny as shit. That's all that matters. You were drunk on horny. You might not have been yeah. drunk on alcohol. And you yeah. look at what you said, and you're just like, I'm a whore. I'm a <laughs> fucking whore. Oh my god, I said that? Because you're typing with one hand, and the other hand's clearly doing like the busy work. And... You read it the next day, and you're like, fuck, I told her that? I told her I'm into that? Oh, uh, God. Wait, she or, went for it? Like, Or you can be like me, say what you want and mean it, and the next day just get embarrassed and use the excuse that you didn't know what you were doing when you texted that. That happens. And you know what? Look, you're like, like, you don't get a response, so then the next morning you're like, oh, my God, like, so sorry. I was so wasted. I didn't know what I was doing. In your head, you're like... I meant every word, and that's a like, that's kind of a good thing because there's there's a certain amount of leeway you want to give people um, that you care about, yeah. even if you're not into fucking them or or you're just friends or you're you're in a pseudo relationship or a pseudo beginning of one. Um, there is a certain bit of like take back you want to give someone. Like yeah. I've had women tell me some things, and then and specifically like there's the difference between fantasy and acting and actually having. The action. So I know some women that are super into when they think about what they're into. They're into choking. They're into slapping. They're into their hair yeah. pulled. Yeah. They want to get tied up. Yeah. And then when you come to do the event... They're like, oh no. Yeah. We, it's we, like a dog chasing a car. The dog chases the car. Yeah. Car stops. Got the car. What are you going to do with it? And yeah. then they don't do anything. And you, you realize that there, there's also a level of comfort where... You know, everyone has the uh, the fantasy that they're willing to do, and I think it's it's also the same concept as why safe words exist. Um, yeah. I've done some really interesting things. You get into like safe words and stuff, and yeah. it's also like in the moment you're you might say no, but yeah. you establish a safe word which actually means no because you want to prevent yourself from backing out of your own fantasy. Oh my god, it's so freaking true. Like it, it really, really no, you're. <laughs> You're right. I've had, a, I've had a lot of really, really good sex. Um, and I've, I'm fuck I, you, man. Hey, man, we, we've all had good sex, and you can fuck me anytime. Um, I got there before her. She was reaching for it, not it, but the bell. Um, just to do another one. I can't. So you can not anytime. In, uh, ten minutes in. I just yeah. want to add ten minutes in. So it would last longer than ten minutes. Um, oh my god. So there are those moments where. We all have them. Like you, 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 you build something up in your head, and you want to do it, and you maybe like last minute chicken out. Like if you're a good partner, yeah. Like whether it's a re- like a, a relationship partnership or a, a, like a, a momentary one night partnership, like you respect that the other person still has the ability to go. You know what? I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I 
I can't. Yeah. And you just, you modify and you do whatever you need to do to enjoy the night. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it, I think we all have those moments where we're, we get comfortable with someone. Maybe we've had a couple too many drinks. And we, like, tell them something we're super into. Yeah. And it's like, but once you've said it, you still need to work up to doing the full act. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You might be into choking. There's a difference between choking and a hand on the throat. And you start with a hand on the throat. Okay? Absolutely. And then you work to maybe a little bit of pressure. And yeah. then you work to maybe a bit more pressure. And then maybe if you're super into it, which I've totally had happen in a car, uh, you think you're going to fucking kill them because you're choking them that hard. And they you release and they're like, no, motherfucker. And they put your hand back and you're just like, well, okay. But, oh, my God. But that's the thing. And, and I think that's one thing that we wanted to talk about on this podcast was the idea of making sure along the way there's full consent. Like, the rougher the there's sex. There's a difference between, but there's a difference between a guy being like, I'm going to go nuts on you and you, you just tell me when it's too much. It's like, no. If I tell you it's too much, you would have already done you've that already thing. You've already crossed the line. Yeah, you've, you've already crossed the you, line. Like, you've already yeah. done the thing and I'm like, no, it should not work that way. It should work the yeah. other way around. And like, like, you know. I've, I've clearly fucked up in that realm uh, before and so I guess... As you get older, you get a better or, or more experienced or, or more mature, whatever term you want to fucking use, because sometimes you get way more mature in like a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. You get to a point where the rougher the sex or the more experimental the sex, maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily rough, but yeah. the more not vanilla yeah, yeah, yeah. you go, there's almost a, there's a requirement for more discussion more openness, more consent, more confirmation, more checks along the way. And I, I mentioned this to you, like, yep. consent checks. Yep. Like, we have, we live in 2017, there are, like, enthusiastic consent laws, um, and they're phenomenal laws, they're a great idea for people that are, you know, maybe young. Like, yep. When I was 21, did I know what consent was? Uh, unfortunately, we have a terrible education system for that. Oh, like, terrible. Like, don't get me wrong, we have a, a good education system for math, but, like... <laughs> Consent, not consent. Consent is this very, and I, I yeah, there's a, like there's a very obvious, like yes, do that thing. That's consent. Unfortunately, we also live in a world where there is encouraged consent, where you got it out of them, and some guys feel that like, well, she said yes. It's like, yeah, but were you a fucking cunt to get it? <laughs> like, were you mm-hmm. an asshole to get her to say yes? It's like, were you cool? And I don't, I don't just yeah. put this on guys. I also know women that were like, did you do the thing? And did the guy really seem into it? Well, no. Okay, but did you keep doing it? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. So that wasn't fucking consent, you asshole. You <laughs> pressured them into it. Um, like, I've... I'm a, yeah. Like, I'm not a small man. Um, I've clearly had a 110-pound woman do something to me that I was super not okay with. Oh, my God. Okay. Can you can you talk about what it was? Yeah, of course I can. Um, or I'm like- going to pour another drink in a second, but... So I was at a party, um, and I'll be as loose with the details as I can okay. because this person was, and this is this is the weird thing about about people that maybe step over the line. There is a balance between what they did and how bad it was, and if you still like them as a person and want to forgive them, right? Okay, right, right, but right. don't get me wrong. There's clearly things that people do that are unfucking forgivable. Um, and there's clearly things that they do and you can forgive it maybe in like a year. And there's clearly things like I've had a chick that I'm not really down with slap my ass at a bar and I'm like, "Mm, that was uncomfortable, but I'm going to get over it in five minutes. 
that kind of thing. Because I like you. Because I like you yeah, yeah, enough. Yeah. Or Did like, you tell her that you weren't, like... Uh, which one? The, the ass slap at the bar. Oh, I made a comment about it, like, yeah, like years later. Yeah, you would um, make, like, kind of, like, a little... I was like, hey... Job, yeah. Drunken bum slapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, yeah, the, I was at a party, uh, and, like, I'm a guy, and, and sexual... Not a, I can't call it assault, but, like, sexual uncomfortable moments are different for guys, or at least they have been in my experience when you're an older guy. Um, like, I'm not small, I'm 240 pounds, um, like, I'm strong as hell, and so there's an expectation of me to not use force when I'm not supposed to, and I've clearly been a fuck-up in some regards, but in this instance, I'm at a party, and I'm in a kitchen, and it's a bunch of people around, and then it becomes me and this one girl, and this one girl is a very good friend, I've known for, I've known her at that point for probably, like, six years, trust her very much, um, and I still trust her to this day, um, but, like, maybe there was a little bit more awkwardness for, like, six months afterwards. Right. Um... So we're in the kitchen, and her girlfriend is upstairs. Girlfriend, and, like lesbian girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Well, she was like lesbian by whatever fucking term, or you don't want a term. I don't give a shit. It's 2017. Whatever it is. Yeah. At the time, she, was, she, a had, she was dating a girl, and her girl was upstairs, and she was down in the kitchen with me, and we flirted in the past. And she knew a couple of the things that I was into, and one of the things is like tonguing my ear. And so okay. she happened to wrap her arms around me and started going to town on my ear and neck, and I'm like. I really like you as a friend, and if this was six months ago before your girl, maybe I would have been into this, but also, like, you just went to town without... Like, like there was no easing into it, there was no, no, no build-up like, arms around it. me for a hug, and then immediately to the ear. Yeah, that's not cool. Actually, you know what, In there's, there's, well, okay, it's not cool, but there's an expectation of if you're down to fool around with a guy, he's probably going to be down for it. Because we're men, and we're supposed to be... Okay, yes, but, like, we're men, we're fucking in, like, yeah, 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 yeah. sex. Yeah. And it was like, uh... I had, like, in that moment, you have to confront so many issues. It's like, am I still into you? Do I want this? Am I open to this? How do I feel about your your significant other? Um, like, I, Lord knows I've sometimes ignored the presence of a significant other in the world. Um, when I shouldn't, and when I should have, both. And I, like, as a, as a woman... Okay, if a guy makes an unfair advance on you, what are you going to do? Hit him? Mm. If it's on the line and you need to get away, you should hit the fucking guy and get away because yeah. that's what you need to do. I'm a guy. You can't hit a girl. Can't yeah, hit a girl. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to uh, stand there and let her do it for about five minutes before I, while panicking and trying to think, how can I get out of this situation? And so I realized that her grip was like right on my shoulder. Yeah. And so I just put as much weight into her shoulder going, no, 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 there's none of this, no, no, yeah, no, that's no. that's like, yeah. Saying verbally no wasn't stopping her, but like that's eventually my weight caused her grip to break and I just walked out of the kitchen. Right. No, I've never gone back to the situation. I've never explained it to her. That was not cool. Um, but as a guy, you get caught. I can't hit you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a guy. If I hit you, I'm immediately a villain. So, like, there is a, this is not okay, how do I get out of it? But, like, I can't vilify the person because I've known her for years. She's not a bad person. She was hammered. Yeah. Which is not an excuse for sexual violence or any sexual action. Okay? Yeah. But in that moment, I know her very well. I know that's not who she is as a person. And so I had to kind of weigh out, like, do I get mad at you? Do I talk to you about this? Or, like, what do I do? Right. Um, but you didn't talk about it. No. Chose not to. Um, 
I didn't did even, she, did it, she... it took me two years to even realize what it was. <clears throat> like, as yeah. a guy, it was an uncomfortable sexual advance that I walked away from. It was only years later that I did something to someone at a party when I was a little too drunk that I looked back and I was like, oh... Right. That was done to me, too. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't forgive what I did. Like, it, I didn't even... Like, as a guy who's got a good education, a good background, uh, you know, a healthy sex life, whatever, like, has dealt with very good friends, had those uncomfortable questions, I didn't even realize that that was kind of a salty. It right. It took years for me to be like, oh, yeah, that was super uncomfortable. And it yeah. stuck with me to the point that it's been eight years. Yeah. And I think, going back to what you said about... The idea, what you said it was, uh, you're simply, like, hijacking the fantasy or something like that. Okay, so, like, if you're, like, a, okay, so I consider myself not a sub, but I consider myself to be submissive. So I am not, uh, God, the, the, look, the look on your face. I'm going for another bottle. There was no, there's no judgmental look. That was the, I'm going to get up, Sarah, and walk quietly to get a drink, and hopefully it doesn't break the flow of the show. But unfortunately, uh, she decided to break the flow. Folks, this is not my fault. This was Sarah. Ooh, what did you get? What did you get? This is bullet bourbon. Okay. Um, same not... thing. You don't have to try this. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about consent, folks, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> um, not to trivialize consent with the announcer voice. 2017, <laughs> someone's going to get mad at me because I'm a white guy. Privilege. Entitled white male. Yeah, entitled white male. You're my first male. entitled white male that I've had on one I'm really one. not that entitled. Um, <laughs> I've had my moments, but I would like to think I'm not. Privilege. But, but back, to that, back to that, it's... Um, I think when you're, like, when you're in that experimentation stage, you're like, I know with me, because I've had times where it's like, I'm going to try to push myself and see if I can learn my limits. I chose very bad sexual partners for that. Like, I chose guys that, like, it was so casual that there was no talking beforehand, that you just jump right in. And then it's like, you know, um, something happens and you realize you're like, I didn't want that to happen. But you didn't. You don't realize that until after it's happened. And even in the moment, you just keep going with it because you're like, well, this is what subs do. And that's, it's weird because like there's, with subdom, and this is why I think when you get to like BDSM, yeah. like the law doesn't keep up with the sexual nature of what you're doing. Because let's be honest here, like any, like by some laws in some countries, any BDSM activity is an assault. And, okay, yes, we're all adults. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but, like, I'm not going to weaken the laws to, like, healthy, like, to uh, uncriminalize my sexual activity. Um, I'm just going to conduct myself as a fucking adult. Yeah. But in, in doing things like that, you have a, a great deal of, like, there has to be trust when you're doing yeah. things like that. And, and hopefully... And from even from the the perspective of, of like I've I'm, I've been switched like I've done both, um, and I think you kind of need to try both. Mm. Um, and in actually, I, I was writing an article on this the other day, and I haven't published it. But like there was a, like a, a healthy relationship requires being switch, interesting. And a healthy sexual life requires you to be switch because if you are only a top, okay, yeah. you don't know what it's like to not have control. 
Yeah. You need to know the dangers of being on the bottom and you need to know when it's uncomfortable and what you're going to do because it might be um it might be tapping out, like it might be tapping on your leg really quickly. Um like saying yeah. no or stop can be done in many ways. It can be a verbal, it can be a, a movement, it can be a pull away, it can be tapping on your leg like you're tapping out in a fight. Yeah. It's there's a number of ways people say no and you need to know who you're fucking literally. Yeah. Um, to know what their no is, to know what their pull away is, but you also need to know in general what it also could look like, um, and what it feels like in the moment. Like now I've had some great fucking times being on the bottom. Like it's not my preference. I, I do have an obvious preference. It's to be on top unless it's the woman on top and that's a completely different thing. Positions. Um, (laughs) but there are those moments where when you're having sex, um, and you're on the bottom, it can be pretty intense. It can be pretty scary. It can be pretty, uh, it can be very, uh, eye-opening for you. The things that you like or the things that you don't like. You could have had in your mind this fantasy that there's this thing you always wanted to try and you try it and you're like, this is horrible. A a good example of that would be getting slapped. Yeah. Because I'm, a situation of which if you're, you're having sex and the guy just, Straight up out of nowhere, slaps a girl across the face. I've had that happen to me, and my first reaction wasn't necessarily like, oh my god, you just hit me, you dick. It was kind of like, oh. That said, probably not cool for you to do that anyways. Do you know what I mean? Um, Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think... There are certain sexual actions I always think need a discussion. Um, I think hitting across the face. Hitting across the face. uh, Any, any... Okay, most sexual... Most sexual actions probably warrant a discussion. Um, but yeah. there is also a flow and a nature to to hooking up where if my hand is on your neck or by your hair or pulling your hair or like, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to try and kiss you. And if you seem fully into it because and age and experience also factors into this. You don't pull it on like like someone that's not had a lot of sexual yeah. uh, experience. But like someone that's an adult, I find that like they know what you're going to do when one hand is on their hip and one hand is on the back of their neck. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kiss you, and you can say no, you can move your head away, you can... You, in that moment, you make that decision. Yeah. Do I want to kiss this guy or not? If I don't, I should yeah. probably back away or give him some sort of body yeah. language that says, I'm not into this. Some, and body language is thing. Body language confirming or denying consent is important, and it's for me, it's been okay on some of the lighter side of the sexual spectrum, um, because there's nothing, and I've had so many women tell me this, there's nothing that kills the mood more. Can I kiss you? <sighs> exactly. But at the same time, as a guy in 2017, I have been told... To ask and make sure. To ask and make sure. And But but even you know some affirmative consent laws will say that a smile can be considered consent, or at least in their initial drafts. I don't monitor laws the whole way through, folks. I'm not a lawyer yeah. anymore. Um, anymore. Well, okay, I'm not a lawyer, but I did look at the law a lot. Okay. Um, but it's one of those things where you look at... Um, a mild sexual action and it's like okay maybe we can use body language to confirm if this is okay right but a slap a punch a choke, choke. A hair, hair pull ah you can hair pull is like the line for me any type of pressure I any think? type of pressure yeah um, like if you're a bigger man who can have a petite girl big, and you're on, if you're on top of her and like pressing her into the bed god damn <laughs> That fucking hurts sometimes. Okay, so crush fetish, if that's what we're talking about in that instance, like, or, or um, 
Is that what it's called? Crush. There is a crush fetish. I don't know if that's what the guy's going in for. But there's also an asphyxiation, and there's also, like, weight and power. Um, I know that a lot of women I've been with, um, like, I'm a thick dude. I have some pretty strong arms. Yeah. Um, I figured out long ago that there were certain women that when they could feel the fact that I was stronger than them... Yeah. Yeah, they really like that. <laughs> And it's not every woman. You're like an everyday Luke Cage. No, I'm just a man. Uh, (laughs) Like there's a there's a scale. There's a like you 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 try a little bit more, a little bit more. You don't just jump from like I'm inside you and slap. Yeah, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah, and look, we've all been in the moment. We've all done things that we don't. I'm not judging anyone that does a five finger to the face slap. Uh, like, but I can understand when someone does do that judgment. It hasn't happened to me. I can't get into the situation. Right. I haven't had the experience. I'm a dude. There are a lot of things in sex that, and dudes need to kind of admit this, I don't fucking understand. I will hearken back to, I think it's the Lord of the Rings, with the Ents and the Hobbits. I don't understand what you just said, but you are very small, (laughs) and so, and I don't mean that in a mean way, but like, I'm a 240 pound like scary looking dude like when I walk towards a door in a mall people get the fuck out of my way right 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 that is not an experience that women have no um I don't understand being afraid on a street I don't understand like unless it's a street where I can see a motherfucker with a gun like I don't have those experiences and there are certain things that I will defer to a woman because fucking I don't fucking know what that's like I can't know what that's like and that's why I think it, you know, harkening back to an earlier point I made, that's why I think you need to learn what it's like to be on the bottom of a right. sexual relationship. Okay. Because if you don't know what it's like to have no power, then you don't know what it's like for the person that you just took power away from. And so you don't know what it looks like when they're afraid and they, they don't know if they're supposed to say it. You know, if a guy has his hand on your throat and you're not into it, but you think that you're supposed to be acting out this subdom fantasy. Yes. But as a as a guy that is done topping and and being in charge and being dominant, like I kind of know what it looks like now because I've been on the bottom and I've done it a few times and I've had really good discussions about it mm-hmm. and I've prepped beforehand. Like there's guys that don't do those things. I know what it's like when my hands on your throat and I know you don't like it, so I fucking take my hand away as quickly as I fucking can. And also there's a sliding scale. Like we talked about this one night, consent checks. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not a verbalized, but like if I put my hand on your lap and you don't want it there, I fucking know I'm not an idiot and I take my hand away. If I put, an, as a guy, I'm like, okay, women on top, you just straddle. You don't need a, like three points. Guys need three points. We need two knees and a hand. Okay? Yeah. Fucking from the top for a guy's different. We all know this. We gotta like control hip movement and it's bullshit and it's terrible and it's like pickup. It's like push-ups. I'm sorry. Missionary sex is great because I get to look into your eyes and I get to... Fuck you. Missionary (laughs) sex is about eye contact. It's about intimacy. It's a different position. It's not my favorite position. But there is a component about missionary that is better when you love the person because there's there's an intimacy to it that is not existing in doggy style. If I want to just fuck you, I'm going to bend you over and go to town. Doggy style, yeah. Yeah. That's like for like... Yeah, very casual situation. Yes, and sometimes when you just want to fuck. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between fucking and making love. Sometimes you make love to the person you're in, into. Sometimes you do all... You, you, you do, do both. all three. You do, yeah. What, wait, all three. Oh, like having sex, fucking, making love? Mm. Or, like, those are the three ones? So, well, no, like, yeah. Yeah, actually, I yeah, know. Sex, <laughs> fucking, and making love, they're all very different. So I think sex would just be kind of like... I, I know what making love would be. That would be, like, eye contact, slow... I will, I will quote a U.S. justice... Uh-oh. Um, 
I know pornography when I see it. Okay. I can't give you a rundown description of when I of what I do when I fuck someone, but I can walk out of a room and go, "Yeah, I was fucking." Yeah, it's 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 more pornoy. Yeah. There's, there's something more... about fucking and sex and making love is something completely fucking alien to me that I've only yeah. done like with one person and it was fucking weird and it was great <laughs> and it felt amazing and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like consent checks, when you're like back to the point, three point stance, every guy yeah. knows the three point stance, two knees and a hand, hand by the shoulder. If I move my hand and I'm going to do this okay. to, I'm not going to. I'm consenting to this. Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> okay. But it's good that you had verbal confirmation, folks. <laughs> It's on the podcast. So, usually a guy... My hand is here. Okay. Okay? On the, like, pillow, on the pillow by my head. By the head. Yeah. yeah. That's where my hand is. If yeah. I move it... There's no actual pillows, by the way, guys. We're dressed <laughs> and we're in the room. Okay? He's there's touching the air right now. The air, right? <laughs> just the air. Yeah. If I move my hand to here... Yeah. See, you just open your neck a bit. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? But I don't want to know that I do. No, you kind of do. <laughs> So, what happened is I moved my hand from um, probably over to the side of Sarah's head, and I moved it towards her neck, and she opened her neck a little bit. Kind of like... Pushed it forward a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? There's a there's a sliding scale here. If they put their neck immediately and directly into your hand, or your the side of your wrist, you're supporting your wrist, yeah. your weight, if they push it right into your goddamn wrist, okay, this is where you move up one step. If they move it slightly, but, but, but okay. But here's my thing with that: not that might not, might not be the case for all girls. I well, okay. In my experience, it is, but yeah. it, it doesn't mean that you do a choke. No, you okay. just move a like a centimeter closer, or like you do you, a light grab. You, a light, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might move from here over to the shoulder. I move yeah. closer to the throat. If they open or if they push in, I can say there's a couple things here. If they seem hesitant, but they opened. Then generally I ask, do you trust me? Okay. That's good. That's good. And if they say yes, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my hand on your throat. I like that. You're t- saying exactly what's about to happen. Yeah. You're I not, need, you're I not... need you informed and aware and comfortable. Or if you just go completely like, yes, like it looks like you're just fucking or loving it. if you're like a girl who takes action, you could move the hand I have had a woman, for, for I have, I've actually had a woman take my hand and go throat. Yeah. And yeah. like, move my hand to her throat. But if you open up, I might, instead of actually, like, mm-hmm. in, I might, instead of actually just, like, going for a choke, I just put my hand... Near. Near or on the throat. And yeah. at that point, it becomes a... You can say harder. Right. Or I'm going to know in an instant with my hand just kind of by or around, and you can't see this because there's no video, but, like, my hand right now is kind of on my throat, but it's to the side, yeah. and, like, my thumb is by my ear, yeah, yeah. and, like, if if I move a little closer to the center, and you, like, there's a there's testing the waters, folks. Yeah. Um, no one wants a full discussion. Of, like, sex is not a contract. Well, on July 24th, <laughs> we're going to get together at exactly yeah, you don't, 8 p.m. And you we're going to dim the lights. You don't write out everything you want to do. Because it and ruins it ruins the, the, the escalation. There's a certain does. point of tension where you want some tension. But like what you said, it's baby steps. It's little little body language things you can do. And then throw in a verbal thing. Yeah. Throw in a verbal, like... You know, find Do out what's trust going me? on. I like is that. Is this one. good? It's one of the yeah. reasons why, and and this is, I like emotive women. Like I like women that uh, I like women that when things are going down, yeah. Tell me yes. Tell me no. Tell me this is good. Tell me this is bad. Like 
I don't my my ego doesn't get hurt when no that's not right is said. Like I sex is for both of us. Yeah. I, I had the pleasure of hanging out with about eight lesbians, uh, a really great core group of women for probably about seven years. Mm. Like every other weekend I was hanging out with these girls and I learned some shit about sex. I learned like timing, pacing, um Verbal confirmation that sex is an ongoing event that a lot of straight guys don't really get. It's not over when you come, boys. It's over when you've both come like twelve times. Um, you, it, it's back and forth. It's not yeah. when someone finishes. It's not over. Yeah. You both finish multiple times unless you're having a quickie, and then maybe just one of you finishes. It's probably the guy because let's just be honest here. I said quickie. Um, she just made a very coy look. Someone was her quickie. Um, <laughs> No. You were too quicky. You were too quicky. <laughs> no, but I also am just like the multiple orgasms thing is something that I, I mean, the most that's ever happened to me has been three. Like my record do, is eight. Oh, fuck Not you. for me, but the record I've performed to someone is eight. But like, I don't take credit for but, that because there's some women, and this was one of them, that like come at the drop of a hat and like, okay, thing. look, I can enjoy. Like, it's like playing Guitar Hero in easy mode. I 100 percent the song. <laughs> But it's not because I was special. It's because the song's like back, forth, back, forth, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. Like, it's not challenging, folks. It's it's not fucking um, Dragon Force on expert mode, okay? Some women are Dragon Force on expert mode, and when you master that, you feel fucking good. But it's also like, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm just tired. Can we just stop this, please? <laughs> Look, I will be real with you. And, and women, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you some really, really harsh shit. Sometimes you're never going to make me come. Uh-oh. And it has nothing to do with you uh. and everything to do with the fact that my day was fucked up and you know what? <laughs> the half hour blowjob you just gave me was phenomenal and I loved every minute of it, but I'm probably not going to come. Yeah. You're, you're not a failure. You're not less of a woman. You're not an I'm not saying this to insinuate that you could be. I'm saying this because I've literally had women get upset because they blew me for a half hour and I didn't fucking come. I'm sorry. It had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with my day or how much I trust you. Or alcohol. And that is on me. Actually, that's never happened. Really? Whiskey dick has never occurred to me. Um, thanks. But some Uh, some guys. Yeah, oh yeah. No, dudes. If you have whiskey dick, I'm not judging you. I'm just taking a point of masculine douchebag pride here and saying it's not happening. You know what? And... Thank you for saying that because I think what a lot of guys do is they either pretend to come. I have faked it. If if you're wearing a condom and you're someone, okay, here's something weird, and this just popped in my head. A lot of the sex that I'm used to having involves coming outside of the vagina. Like that's what sex generally looks like for me. So it's easy to be like, okay, you came. Is that why I saw skin's it. so good? Oh fuck you! <laughs> God. <laughs> That's makeup, actually. That's why it's so good. It's just moisturizer, folks. Um, it's just moisturizer. But, but like, and so, like, if a guy's banging me and it looks like he's going to, like, get off inside. Unload, yeah. I'm like, did you, though? I'm like, did you? Did you, though? Or did you? Like, I I don't know if that's a weird thing or not. No, no. Look, um, if I fake it, and I have with both women I'm in a relationship with and women I, I'm dating and, and women I'm sleeping with. If I faked it, it's because, look, I've had a great time. <laughs> okay? I've had a great time. 
I will tell you if it sucked because I'm I have no bearing on your ego. I don't care, and I don't think anyone should care about my ego either. I need to know if the sex was good or bad so I can do better. Mm-hmm. I'm not a puppy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need life handed to me. No. Like, Smack me on the nose and tell me I was bad. I'll do better next time. That's the point of sex. It's yeah. getting better. It's understanding your partner. It's doing a better job. Um, yeah. But if I faked it or I stop, it's not because I'm, I'm, I think you're failing. It's because I know... That you'll take it personally. No, not or the girl. That, you're taking it pers- that you'll take it personally. It's that I want to stop. You've done a great job. Take a knee. Take a knee. You're yeah. at the 40-yard line. I don't know anything about football, so I don't think the 40 line is important. <laughs> I'm, I'm not much of a man there. Um, you take uh, a knee, and it's like, look, I'm going to fake this and give you an exit. Yeah. Okay? Don't fucking ask questions. Or I'm I'm just going to tell you, like, it's not going to happen. Or, and ladies, okay, when a guy finishes on your, chit, your tits or your face, it's fun. But if the cock's in my hand... It's because you're not going to get the job done. And that has... No. You make that noise like it's your fault. It's not your fault that you can't make me come. Okay? It is something's bothering me or I'm stressed or I don't trust you enough. This is funny because women don't seem to get this. Yeah. For a guy to come... Yeah. Okay? I'm either really turned on, I've, I'm, I'm a, a hair trigger and it's blown, or I trust you. I have or, to trust or like, you. Or like you're very energetic that day. Yeah. Not tired at all. But some days, I, and I think this is true for women, like, you need to trust me and I need to trust you. And you know what? If I don't, there's something in the back of my head yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. it so I can't. And it's yeah. nothing against you. And so I can always, as a guy, and I think as a woman, this is also true, I can always get myself off. And yeah. maybe I just want to give you a mercy kill. Yeah. There. But another good way to do it, too, is to be like, I'm going to do my thing. Let me watch you, you do oh, your thing. Oh, let me watch you has gotten me out of so <laughs> many awkward moments. So many awkward moments. It works like a charm. It does. Because that way, like, we feel like we're still appealing to you. We're still yeah. turning you on. There is never... Like, look, if I'm inside you, okay, you're appealing to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay? If I have been willing to... Like, because, let's be honest here, guys. It doesn't matter if you're... Like, there's very few men, and I think women don't always realize this... There's very few men that when I take my shirt off and take my pants off, I feel sexy. Dudes are like, like Seinfeld said it, dudes are Jeeps. We are utilitarian vehicles that are built for a purpose and, like, we don't view ourselves as sexy. I have never seen a woman naked and, like, that willingly was naked in front of me and not been like, oh my god, look at it. She's, (laughs) like, look at her body, and I say it, I'm sorry. (laughs) Look at, look at it, Her. her... like it maybe being a single part of her. Yeah. Look at her. Oh my god, she's stunning. Why is she with me again? Who cares? Shut up. Don't think about that. Look at those amazing tits. She's naked in front of you, man. What did I do? Yeah. I won the lottery. Yeah. You can be the most plain Jane woman in the world and we still think that because we like you and we trust you and whatever. But as a guy, like, there's very few guys that take off their pants unless they're packing Magnum and being like, yeah, this is a good look for me. This Fair. is a good look for me. So uh, just. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. But. Cool too. So here's the thing. So um, we're going to switch gears a bit. 
Uh, we're going to go over the coast. Um, what's this called? It's the sex and dating survey. Uh, and I guess that, I don't know what year was this done in? I think it was done this year. But what do you think about going over this and talking about some of these things? Oh, I'm totally in. Okay. Just like, hey, folks, get what? guess what? She just asked me if I was okay with something. Yeah. And I confirmed with her that I Verbally, was. Verbally, that yes. Cheers. Salud. That was, uh, okay. Fucking, she is terrible at drinking. Secretly, folks, I think she's planning to leave me soon and doesn't want to be too drunk when she sees a boy that she likes. No. I'm going to... God. Do you want to switch to vodka soda? Off. No! Look, don't get offended. Don't get offended. <laughs> this is one of those checks. Are you comfortable with the drink you're having? Do you I, want I actually me to do, get you something else? You know else? what? I do like it. It's yeah. just a sipping drink. And that's the point of bourbon. Yeah. Oh my god, you nailed it. Bourbon is this slow, relaxed beverage, unless you're a Like, now that the water's melted into it. Yeah. And the ice is melted into it. I, I, I'm liking it. Okay, so let, let's start with this Um, So we're going to start with, what's a sexual secret you've never told anyone? Well, I actually did it on the show, and I've told a few. Like, there's no sexual secrets I haven't told anyone, because there's, you, everyone, like, let's be real here. Everyone has that one person that knows all your fucking shit. Whether they're a friend. Wait, does everyone not have that? You, you made a face like, does someone not know your darkest? Someone knows my darkest. Um, no, I, I think multiple people probably know mine. Okay. Do but, I? Um, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flirting right now, folks. This is how I do that. It's a lot of eyebrow movement. You can't see no, it. No, I think you do. Yeah. But, all right, we'll talk about that off, um, off mic. So, um, so, I think that, like, everyone has that, like, I think that's a bad question, because I think everyone has that one person that knows the darkest, but I've admitted this on the show, like, I've been Switch, I've, I've been on mm-hmm. the bottom, and I'm a man, you can assume what that fucking means, can't you, folks? Um, I've had stuff in my butt. Um, Good for you. Did you like it? Oh my god, yes. Are you Fuck kidding yes! me? yes! No, every guy who will try it, <laughs> unless they're, like, super uptight, trust me, guys, okay, look, I know too many people... Too many people that will look at me like, dude, 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 just put something in, in your, your butt. butt. It's there's too many people I know that are like, dude, yeah. just try it. It's great. Like if you have friends that are like, dude, bacon on a burger. Bacon on a burger is the best thing, and you don't do bacon on a burger. Well, trust me, your friends are right and you're wrong. Try it once, even if you didn't like the bacon, just try it once, and like ex- find a friend you trust and like put bacon on your burger. And by which I mean put something in your asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There you go. Put something in your asshole. <laughs> and so, like, you... If you're on the bottom at least once, as a guy, you'll probably have it happen. And just trust me, it might not feel great at first. Of course just, not. Just chill. And, and I mean, like, chill. general sex doesn't feel good at first. Yeah. Relax. Mm-hmm. Relax. Your butthole. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And trust me, when you come, way better. So yeah, way better. but that's the thing, and I think, but it's different for guys because yeah. there's a G spot there. Yeah, I feel like with butt stuff with girls, like the most most of my female friends that have done it are just like, I do not recommend it. <laughs> yeah, to which I'm like, hmm, still want to try it. <laughs> I just found out Sarah hasn't done butt stuff. <laughs> Did you think I have? Why? Well, I, I okay, okay. By our age, let's like knows. wind it back to our friendship and the fact that. What is most of the stuff that I message you on? Like, whenever I message you, either, like, pissed off or upset, what's it usually regarding, Mark? Um, do you want what I think it's about or what you think it's about? Well, what do you think that, when I go to you for advice, yeah. uh, sans career stuff, yeah. or, like, resume shit, 
um, which I go, go to you a lot about far too. But like, what's my main complaint in my life? That you don't get no dick. There you go. But I, I want to point out that that has never been the thing that I think you actually have an issue with. Hmm. Ooh. What do you think I have an issue with? <laughs> I think you feel underappreciated by men. Yeah. Because you're... And this is... Okay. Yeah, I flirt a lot, folks. This isn't flirting. Um, you're really smart. You're really talented. You work really hard. And you're good looking. And you feel underappreciated by men. Um, and it has always been the issue with you that you feel underappreciated. When you, is... when you also know that... Deep down, you're pretty fucking great. Yeah. And you put that out to the world as, I don't get no dick. Right. And it comes off as desperity. Yeah, and you're not. You're not. Yeah. You've been... You're looking for something that isn't just dick. Like, let's be honest here, dick's great. Um, yeah. You would just kind of like a dude that wants to hang out on the couch and eat a pizza on a Sunday and watch Netflix and, you know... Yeah. Yeah, lean into I, it. I, I want both. I, yeah, no, like, obviously. Like, like, and I think that that's... Everybody wants a good pounding. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> yeah, um, that's... The, I think that's the thing that frustrates me the most about when I talk about this with my friends, either, whether it be male or female. They're like, well, you have to pick one, Sarah. Do you want casual sex or do you want a boyfriend? And I'm like... 30% of one-night stands turn into relationships. I kinda, that's how we I'll take either, please. Yeah, we, we, you know, like, we function as... A lot of stupid fun that I've had yeah. turns into a relationship. And right. it's because stupid fun, once we know it works, yeah, we want more. And, and fair enough. But that said, like, if, if I have a casual sex situation with a guy, I'm not going to... In fact, I'm not going to expect anything. And that's probably a little sad, but I would rather be pleasantly surprised if it turns into something more, rather than disappointed. She just pulled out a box of chocolate, so everyone knows. No, I didn't. That was a joke, love. Oh, I don't get it. it <laughs> what do you mean a box of chocolates? Like a cliche? Oh, fuck. But no, but but it it it, it it's true. Like yeah, no, it's it's like I, w- I I don't want to. I want to. Like I just want to live at this point. Yeah. And whether that be a dating situation, which I don't know how to do. Same. Or casual sex. And we'll both admit. Yeah. Like, I I am... No woman, very few women, have fucked me for a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a <laughs> chubby white dude with an average dick. Um, I have no idea why women fuck me, uh, other than that I'm funny. Um, but for some reason... I get laid a decent amount, and generally speaking, they are unavailable women. Yeah. They have boyfriends, or they have fiancés, or they have husbands. Yeah. Um, okay, there's only one husband. Yeah. One fiancé. Um, <laughs> one of, two, one two of fiancés, each. Two fiancés. Oh, shit. Uh, and, like, I don't feel good about being the other man, but, like, I've told you, I went two years without getting laid because yeah. I didn't want to be the other man, and then... I got annoyed, and in one night, in one night, I managed to get a phone number of a girl that had a boyfriend, and a week later, she blew me in the parking lot of a chapters while they were opened, while it was raining, and it was the most magical thing I've ever had happen. High five me. Yes. Let's be real here, folks. I would like a blowjob. Can you be more romantic? (laughs) I'd like a blowjob in the rain. I've done it. It was great. It was phenomenal. But that's the thing. It's like, we're, we have that, that, um, carnal? 
Colonel. 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 We have that Colonel urge to do, and it's like, if your only options are unavailable people, and you're a single person who is not tied down to anyone, why is it your fault? Like, we are not responsible for their infidelity. I'm the other man. Your infidelity is not my issue. Not mine. Yeah. Um, I lasted two years. Yeah. Trying to be a good man. Uh, and you know what? Was it any fun? It wasn't worth it. Yeah, there you go. It wasn't worth it. The blowjob in the parking lot was great. And I didn't give a shit. It was great. And you know what? Glad I did it. Feel bad about the relationship. But also, I think people cheat sometimes because they need to end the relationship and they're shitty at getting out. I was the reason she left the guy. I'm willing to take a blowjob to get you out of the tough situation you're not okay with. Such a hero. Such a hero, right? You're such a hero. So back to the survey that we've done a horrible job I know. questions. We've only gotten through one. But actually, that kind of leads into actually one of these ones that's here. Let me find it. I think it was like, would you rather be cheated on or cheat? Which is tough. No, it is. Because uh, on the one hand, like, I I have been cheated. I have cheated. And I have cheated on. Been Ooh. cheated on. I have been cheated on. Um, and you've cheated in a oh, monogamous... I cheated, I cheated so much. Jesus Christ. Um, no. But I tell women, usually, that I date. Actually, no. In every instance that I was ever going to cheat, I said, odds are, I'm going to cheat on you. Mm. That doesn't make it okay, by the way. No. Uh, it just means that I told them, and that I said, I'm a shitty dude. Do you still want to date me? Yeah. Full uh, disclosure. Full disclosure. Here's, here are my weak points. Here's my weak um, points. The, here's the chance that it might happen. Yeah, my weak points are, are fried stuff with cheese. Mm-hmm. And, Monster uh, Oh my god. That's literally fried cheese. That's amazing. <laughs> um, brunettes with great tits. Hi, Sarah. Um... <laughs> And you know, we all have our weak points, folks. We're gonna we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. But I, I in all honesty, I would uh, I would rather. Yeah, it's weird though, because like there's a part of me that like I felt every time I cheated, I felt like a piece of shit. It's why I don't do it anymore. Because I still yeah, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I will never. I will no. never cheat on another woman again because you won't. Um, it's just it's you you don't wake up feeling okay. Mm-hmm. In the like, everyone's eating a cheeseburger at two a.m. Yeah, and in the morning it's just shit. Yeah, you don't need it. Um, I get the momentary weakness. Um, I've had it myself. I don't want to do that to someone I love ever again because I wouldn't be with them if I didn't love them. Exactly, and yeah. uh, but there, at the same time, there's also that moment where I don't know if I can take being cheated on again. Yeah, because it destroyed me. Yeah. Because the most important thing to me fucked off. Right. But, like, that also gave me perspective on why I don't cheat. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I don't think I would like either. I would like to say I'd rather be cheated on because I'd like to think that I'm not a piece of shit anymore. Hmm. And I can take someone else being a piece of shit and I can take being kicked in the groin, but I don't think I, I could wake up and look at myself in the mirror anymore. With that. Right. And that's tough for me because I've never been in a monogamous relationship that I cheated on the person. I've been I've been cheated on. Yeah. But I've never had the other way around. I've never I've never had the opportunity to. So ooh. Let me know if some of your dating something. Oh, God. God. We just, we just discussed it on the other man a lot. Like I, I know. I mean, I I've been the che- what's the what's the I guess I've yeah, I've been the other woman yeah. and I've been the cheated on girlfriend. And actually according to the survey. Fifty-five percent of Halifax would rather get cheated on than be the one doing the cheating. So, there you go. 
Um, let's check. Oh, have you ever lied on your online dating no. profile? No? No, I think it's a shitty thing to do. Um, if you fuck me, if you date me, if you talk to me, I want you to know who I am because knowing who I am facilitates full consent. It facilitates that you know who I am, what I'm about, what I'm looking for. Uh, I have fully told women things that I know would blow a deal. Um, because this isn't just about getting my dick wet. Like, it's about right. getting my dick wet and taking pride in it. Like, yeah. as weird as that sounds as a statement. Um, like, you need to do it honestly. Like, I know that there's guys in the world that, like... Barney Stinson it and go out to a bar and I'm a Google executive and no mm-hmm. like fuck that like you fuck me you fuck actual unimpressive me yeah. and that is something I can live with just don't call yourself unimpressive well okay but to me like I live with myself every day there's a concept that I, I share with people that you will always think you're unimpressive because you live with yourself every day it's like watching the same TV show every day it's not funny to you anymore That's yes just... someone else might watch it and think it's brilliant but to me when I talk about myself yeah. I'm just an average schlub because I am my own average and I think we all suffer from that mm. none of us realize how great we are because we just deal with this shit all day no that's totally fucking true okay well here's one that we already know Ever sent a dick pic or received a dick pic? Only upon being, uh, well, I only send dick pics, uh, A, if I've asked, do you want a dick pic? Or if they have requested, can I have a dick pic? You've never sent it, just out of nowhere. No, because that's a stupid, (laughs) look, my dick's not that impressive, okay? It's not going to close a fucking deal on its own. It needs some conversation and some negotiation. I am 95% of men, so... There is, like, why do you, like, as Donald Glover said, why do you think we talk about them so much? We're trying to talk them up. It's like an ugly friend at the club. Like, we need you to think our dick is cool so that you suck our dick. I, I need you to think my dick is cool, and so you need to ask for a picture of him, or I need to Sorry. ask you, would you like a picture of him? Sorry. Because there are only some women, not every woman, but there are some women that love a dick pic, and that love a cum shot video. And you know what? It's not every goddamn woman, but when it is a woman that loves that, give her what she needs, because she will ride your goddamn dick if you send it. (laughs) And I just found out a lot about Sarah. That was an honest... Like, this... This just told us a lot, folks. That was a that was a ding that told us all a lot. I'm dying! Sarah loves a cum shot video. Here's... Here's my... Here's my, um... Keynote on dick pics. Um, like them when it is ex- like when it when you know it's coming. <laughs> Tell her, folks. Tell her. Shut. I'm gonna come. Okay. Okay. No. No one likes a mouthful. You you gotta lead into it. Well, okay, you gotta so. you gotta either have a conversation going at some point. But you know what's better than dick pic is a dick pic with a text that says something about like what you want to do with it. You're right. Framing in context. Like, no one no one likes a TV in a shot and d- like marketing. This is marketing, folks. When you show someone a product, a TV, tell them why they want the TV. Tell yeah. them what the TV does for them. Tell what's the, them, what's the TV going to do yeah, for me? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, going to yeah. entertain you and make you happy. Yep. Like that's yeah. the point yeah. of the dick that the photo is about. Yeah. And so you can envision this dick yeah. doing those things and you will enjoy it or you will not enjoy it. Hopefully, if you fucking had the correct discussion, gentlemen, she knows it's coming and she wants it to come 
Because no one likes an unexpected cum. Warn a bitch, motherfucker. Warn a bitch. You're saying that as if like you had a really bad experience. No, I had a chick get like I've I've just known. Okay, so look, I have a lot. Of, okay, I have a lot of female friends, gentlemen. Okay, and the one thing that I have noticed is that most women, okay, this is such fucking gall. Do not enjoy when you come on their face, hair, or mouth without telling them. However, many women and gentlemen get ready for a shock. Many women really like if you come in them suddenly. And I don't know why. What? They... Yeah. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no. What? I have noticed that a lot of women, and this is not just, this is women, like, I'm not confessing to anything here, folks, but a lot of women that I know have admitted, no, if a dude is fucking me and just comes really quickly, they're like, I feel like I'm the hottest thing oh, in the world. no, that's true. That's yeah. correct. But most guys, okay, most guys feel like they failed because they, they feel like they came too quick. No. But I have literally said to them, like, let's be honest here, guys. When you're going to fuck a chick, okay, we all hope that we get a blowjob and we come from the blowjob because that means that when we fuck them, it's the second time we come and we last a little longer. Newsflash, boys. <laughs> women are totally okay with if you come quickly sometimes because they get to feel like hot shit. And I know this because, A, a lot of female friends have admitted to me, he came so quick, I must be so hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing women say. Fucked up. I know, boys. And the other one is that I have said to a chick because she was an asshole and decided to grind on me for an hour while we made out... And I was super turned on, and all I wanted her to do was either jerk me off or fucking blow me so I could come and not just have the worst sex ever. No, she actually wanted to feel me pump her like three times and then blow while she rode me because she wanted to know that she got the job done and had me that turned on. Yeah. That was the goal for her. Her goal was, I have him so turned on, yeah. and I just want to feel the end of this scenario for myself, because this is a thing that turns me on. Yeah. Turning a guy on a lot, and then finishing the job. In Nothing my mind, better. as a guy, if she hadn't told me that, I would think that I came so quick and was a failure as a dude. But, like, guys, some women just want you to blow real quick. Because they have done some work to turn you on, and they want to know that they have taken you to the edge, yeah. and they want to know that they're a badass chick that has you so hard and so horny that it's just done instantly because they're the shit. Yeah. And that's apparently fucked up to me as a guy. I get it. Like, I want to go for like an hour. I want the second time to be the time where I'm inside you because that's the one that usually fucking counts. No, I, I totally fucking agree. And some of the... The best sex that I've had. This is a this is a weird thing to say. I never even got off during because of that exact situation. But it was still freaking awesome. Yeah. You know because you know it's just pent upness that like reached a conclusion Tension very quickly. Taken to the end is yeah. very fun, very enjoyable. Yeah. There have been and and I think women and guys sometimes forget this. I think everyone forgets this. Fuck it. Good sex doesn't mean everyone comes. It's true. Good sex means that someone comes really hard. Yeah. And as a partner, sometimes that that's what you want the other person to do. Yeah. Next question, because otherwise we're going to stay here all night. I know. It's going to be... No, well, it's fine. Well, I mean, I'll keep her up all night, Joyce. Oh. I said Joyce instead of boys, and I <laughs> fucked that up. I was trying to look cool, folks. It didn't work. She's laughing now. Mm-hmm. God. Okay. And I didn't even say the other ones, but just so everyone knows, uh, 89%... 
have not lied on online dating profiles. And in terms of dick pics, um, in terms of sending them, 41% yes, 59% no, which I think is a bit high. Someone's lying. Yeah. Um, Received a dick pic, 61% yes. (laughs) Yeah, someone's lying there. Like, oh, there's just a dude that sends a lot of dick pics. Oh, here's a good one. There's a dude that sends a lot of dick pics. Here's a good one. Do you think you're having more sex than your friends? I know I'm having more sex than my friends. Wait, do okay, define more sex. <laughs> do we mean do we mean quantity with a single customer? Uh or do we mean like like seriously here. Like I I mean this like customers probably not the nice switch. <laughs> I I've been in sales folks and I'm sorry. Do I mean multiple transactions with one or do I mean multiple sales with multiple customers? Ooh, that's a that's good. They don't actually and in the survey they okay. don't really clarify that. I know. In my okay, for the sake of this conversation, let's say uh just general sex so not necessarily with multiple people oh no you you can't i'm sorry you can't out fuck a healthy relationship you can't out fuck a healthy relationship okay that's because true. If, a, if a healthy relationship lasts a year and they have sex minimum once a week they have had sex 52 times in a year meaning that even if you are banging multiple partners you're probably not exceeding the total amount of volume sex that they have had okay mm. and, and that's that's a relationship that is one time a week we know that you know, you're going to have sex maybe three times a week in a relationship, so that's 52 weeks times three. That is, what, 156 times having sex? You can be out there as an arch poonhound just nailing dudes and, I guess, an arch cockhound. So yeah. You, you're out there, like, just nailing people. You're not going to have 152 sexual partners in a year, and if you do, fucking kudos. I'm not judging you, but... That's a lot of new sexual partners. Now, maybe, okay, it's three partners, but, like, it's hard to outfuck a relationship. Because right. a relationship is consistency. Yep. Now, if you want to go for variety, okay, and you want to go for multiple, I know that the average number of sexual partners that I have had by my age is higher than is the standard average. I've looked at the math. I'm a guy. We all judge ourselves. Um, I've looked at the numbers. Some of them I don't do the best on. Some of them I do phenomenal on. Mm-hmm. I know that I have ha- had a higher number uh, number of sexual partners than is the standard. I take pride in that. I think I think there are some people that if you lie to a sexual partner, you're bad. If you don't and you just have sex, you're not a whore. You're not a slut. You're not a bad person. You just like variety. I eat out every other night at a restaurant. That doesn't make me disloyal to the restaurants I like. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, he's no, he's having you, more you sex. He's having more sex than his friends. Yeah, you don't, I can, you don't when, get to walk away from this question. Oh, okay. You, I know you're trying to. Oh, I'm, I know I'm having way less sex than anyone. <laughs> we can solve that. <laughs> uh, you, you know my struggles. I do, and um, I respect them, and I there's, make there's jokes a reason, that good. There's a reason you and I don't don't go there. I don't know what that reason is, folks. <laughs> I, I assume... Um, no, you know. She, Oh, You've yeah. talked about this. You don't this. fuck friends. You don't yeah, fuck that... friends. Which I think is insane. And this is not an argument. <laughs> this is not an argument to bang you. Like, as a guy, you need to, like, there's the respecting your friends is important. I'm not making an argument to bang you, okay? <laughs> that should be a podcast. I should just have all my male friends on and be like, give me your best argument. If you ask most of your male friends, they'll probably say, yes, you're stunning. Um,. I'm straight up okay. Anyway, we won't get into that. But I, I get, I do, I do get the compulsion. I don't fuck friends. I am just making the argument. I fucked a lot of my friends, and it was great. And we still have coffee okay. a lot. It's good if you do it in the right way. What's the wrong way? Okay, the wrong way is getting. Hmm. If you know that that person doesn't want to date you, 
Okay. You know this person is never going to date you. Yeah. You like banging them. Yeah. I know if I bang and hang out with you a lot, I will eventually start liking you. Same. And thus... I either keep it to once or twice a year or like every now and then, not a consistent thing, or it's very casual and there's no hangouts after or before. There's 365 days a year, pick two. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I mean that literally. Like, I, I, I'm not, that's not a move, but it's like, I have had sex with a lot of female friends. Yeah. The friend zone's not real. You're just a bitch. Um, it's not, I'm sorry. I, no, I disagree. No, the friend zone is real, but the friend zone is a place where guys choose to be fake friends, bullshit friends, with a woman that is clearly never going to fuck you, and you're way better of a friend, quote-unquote friend, than you would normally be your friends, because you have some bullshit asinine hope that maybe she'll realize that I'm a better friend than most, and she'll fuck me. That doesn't happen, gentlemen. No. Stop it. Walk away. Yeah. I, and, and I make this argument, guys, she doesn't owe you sex. And also, you don't owe her a friendship. Walk away, live your life, Unless spend, you... spend the 40 hours of friendship that you'd give her a week hoping that she'll fuck you, dating I'm... other people, because yeah. guess what? You have a bullshit one-itis, she's not worth it, and I don't mean that she's not worth it and that she's not amazing, I mean you have this pent-up bullshit romanticized idea about who she is, fucking walk away, go date other people unless you actually want to be your friend and then be a real goddamn friend and yeah. don't help her move every seven months because you think it'll get you laid. Help her move because you care, you stupid fuck. And if you don't care, then walk away and do something else. But don't make it her fault and don't make it his fault and just fuck off. Like, it's not The crowd about goes you. wild! I can't agree with that more. Oh, God, it always annoyed it's, me. <clears throat> yeah. And as a guy, I've done it. I've fallen for a chick that didn't want me and I stayed her friend and that was stupid. That was abusive to myself. Yeah. I, and I felt weird societally because I owe her a friendship. I can't be... No, I didn't. Fucking walk away and go do whatever you have to do. I think with certain friendships... I think it depends on the friendship, too. Yeah. Certain friendships are just too good to kind of risk fucking it up with sex. I get that. I do. And again, I need to preface, this isn't... I don't... This isn't an argument to fuck you. Um... How many times have you said this tonight? To you? Yeah, tonight. Well, I mean, I, it's one of those things where, like, as a guy, you like my female friends matter to me, and it's like when I say these things, it's it's not necessarily to bang you; it's just a discussion about the concept. And I, I yeah. as a guy, you have this fear that your female friends only think you're there to fuck them, and I'm not. Like, I'm your friend because I'm your friend. If we bang, it's there's nothing to do with that, right? Um. I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. I think that there are certain friends that you're like, this will either be the love of my life, and I'll end up marrying this person, or they're going to tear my heart apart. Yeah, no, and I have, I, I think we both have friends. I yeah. think we both know the list of friends that the other one has. Yeah. Um, and we'll be honest here, folks. She's not on my list. I'm not on her yeah, list. Yeah, no. She'll never fall deeply in love with me. We know this. No, that's not... But you, I mean, like, before doing this podcast... But I you... know who your friends are yeah. that are on your list, and you know who's on my list. Yeah. And it's like, as a friend, you are actually my friend. Yeah. But if we ever cross the line, one of us, either myself or yeah. the other person, and it's not always me that would be devastated, it's not me always them. Exactly. Yeah. I might destroy a very good friend of mine by not being in love with them. Yep. And they might destroy me... By not being in love with me. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, if I like you a lot as a friend, and, like, let's say that there's, like, a mild, like, like a, a physical attraction, it's like, you gotta, you gotta decide, like, okay, is this person someone I want to date? Yeah. And 
sometimes it's like, man, if I had met this person and like not known them so well or not gotten as close, we would have probably hooked up before. But now that we're so close, like it has to be kind of one extreme or the other. And that's where I land with a lot of people where it's like, okay, here's a perfect example. This is bringing up a can of worms. But like, if I want children and you've had a vasectomy, I've gotten left three times. Like, that's a clear, like, well, there's not much point in doing this because, like, I like hanging out with you so much, and if the sex is really good, like, I'm going to want to date you, and what's the point in dating someone if the values aren't and the same? And one, one, you know that one of the people on my list, and... Yeah. Is, it, like, that's literally why we have never gotten together. It's because... But I think it's so smart and mature. Yeah. It and it's not like as it. fun. It yeah, like it, it kind of sucks. Fuck, yeah. But it's smart and mature to be like, okay, let's be good friends, and, like, let's, you know nurture this friendship rather than fuck it up you know sure yeah uh and i say sure yeah because i've also met many people that 20 years into a relationship the thing they wanted never happened and they're still happy like what do you mean like i've met people that are 40 and they're like you know i never got the kids i wanted but i wouldn't change a goddamn thing right that's true and it's like Things wow. change. Things can yeah, change, too. Um, and fucking, of course things change. I would have given up the vasectomy for the last one. Mm, I, I told her I would, and I meant it. It was weird. Like, I think it was actually an excuse. I think she picked the thing that she thought I wouldn't back down on to get out of the relationship. Right. And then when I said, no, I'm whatever you want, I think she was like, well, fuck, I have to do it anyway, because that uh, wasn't the actual real reason. Uh, and that's, that's going to feel, that's going to feel shitty. It wasn't great. But no. I still give her... Like, you don't need to tell me the real reason. Just break up. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you're having more sex than your friends, and I'm definitely having less. So I am... You are the 32%, and I am the 39%. That makes me feel good. I'm in the majority. majority. Um, in the past year, 44% of Halifax has only been with one sexual partner. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cute. No, not at all. Ah, uh, no, not at all. That's uh, some, that's yeah, some uh, cute. Uh, uh, monog- monogamy. assholes. Uh, fuck you and your dreams, and by the way, I fucked your girlfriend. Um, <laughs> by the way, as again, I'm the other man. Uh, no, I, I, I can say it's five this year. Five? You got yeah. five? It's five this year. In yeah. 2017. Yeah. Um, you make that one. I'm, I, I, I... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you to death, but never a pressure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've always... You little this. shit, and you told me you were going to do this, too. I know. I warned you. I know you did. You wore a tight dress. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not... not by tight. the way, by the way, what she wears is not a goddamn excuse, but it is a joke sometimes. I love that so much of this podcast has been you saying things and then immediately defending yourself. Yeah, because I've gotten called on my shit a lot. I know, and you might, but that's okay because I want comments. So if you want to blast them, that's all right. Comment on my podcast because I need the comments. You bitch. For the, uh. You total <laughs> bitch. St- my name's Mark. For the statistics. Mark. Uh, <laughs> and, he also, doesn't, like, and I just want to say he also doesn't think I'm a bitch this is just our dynamic I think Sarah is one of the nicest kindest people I've ever met Aww. who isn't quite as understood as she should be Ew. and isn't as loved as she needs to be oh my heart stop oh here's a good one this is a good one for you and I would you rather give up pizza for one year or give up sex, sex. for one year what I, shut 
the I fuck up. I eat pizza seven. I eat pizza like five times a week. You would you would rather give up sex I, for I, one year? I've done it for two years. I didn't give uh, up pizza for two years. Like uh, I love pizza. Have you had pizza recently? <laughs> if you haven't, we'll go get a slice right goddamn now. Okay, it's delicious. It's cheesy. It's greasy, much like my sex, but it's delicious. Okay, and you know what I can deal with? You know what? I've never been like, oh my god, I haven't had pizza in so long. I could really use some sex. I have had. Oh my god, I haven't had sex in so long. I could use a pizza. Like yeah, pizza's that's true. always there for me. Pizza's, I'm not giving up. Pizza's that not going to be unreliable. Yeah, pizza's pizza. at your door. Yeah. You and you know what? Let's be real here. I know the number to always get good pizza. I don't know the number to always get, get good, good sex. sex. It's called Sicilian people. Sicilian in Halifax. <gasps> Thank it's you. Delicious. I love Sicilian. But what's the number? Look it up. We'll put it in right now. The best pizza in Halifax is obviously Sicilian, and that's where I know I can get good pizza. I don't always know I can get good sex. And it's 902-455-5555. And you want to order a goddamn large pepperoni and cheese? They usually have a fucking deal. And get some goddamn garlic fingers, you miserable bitch. There you have it, folks. All right. Here we go. Next one. What was your last one night stand? And I'm just gonna sit back and let you take this one. Uh, I banged a young adult author in Calgary, Nova Scotia, <laughs> uh, Edmonton, Nova Scotia. Sorry, young adult um, author. Like, she, what do you mean? She wrote she's, books. She's she a young adult, or she writes books for young, young well, adults. I'm not going to jail. Um, she well, young adult could be. Well, young... she wrote. She wrote books. For young adults. For young adults. Okay, but if she, I just want to confirm, if she was a young adult, she could be like early 20s. That's young adult. Mm, is it really? Because I don't <laughs> think by legal standard it fucking is. What? Yeah, you know, young adults like till 18. Oh, okay. Then you're an adult, motherfucker. Okay, okay, so eight, yeah, okay. Yeah, she wrote YA novels about magic and boarding school and it was bullshit. But yeah, no, I was at, uh, okay, so this is a fun story. I was at a piano bar. Yep, they exist, and they're amazing. If you ever want to get laid, guys, take a girl to a piano bar. Um, and so we were at a piano bar, and she was a friend of a friend, and we were hitting on each other, like, all night. And I remember a guy uh, named Morgan looking at me, and he goes, you're never going to get anything. I tried with her two weeks ago. Morgan. She doesn't put out. Typical and I was Morgan. like, well, one, I don't give a shit if, he, if she puts out. I'm having fun, and she's great, and I'm laughing, so I'm going to keep hitting on her, because fuck you. That's the point. Don't go for a one-night stand. Just go to enjoy your goddamn self and enjoy the person, and it might turn into a one-night stand, and 30% of one-night stands turn into relationships, so stop thinking about it as hooking up, you dumb fucks. I just wanted to have fun with a chick, and so we were talking and relaxing and making jokes, and flash forward to a half an hour later when we're driving back, I'm drunk, so I'm not driving because I'm not an asshole. Uh, someone else is driving, and we're in the back seat, and she's giving me a hand job because I'm still an asshole. Mm. Um, contradictions, folks. Um, and so the, there's a driver and a passenger, and me and her are making up the back seat while I get a handy, and we're driving back to the apartment we're going to fuck at, and we fuck in the basement, and we fuck on a park bench. Shut and the hell up. I fucked in park benches. They're so what the fun. heck? That's amazing. In the middle of the like, fucking Like, are night. you sitting on it, or are you both laying on it? No, no, she's sitting on me, sitting okay, on it. Hot. Yeah, yeah. of course it is. Want to find a park bench? Um, <laughs> kidding, kidding, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> a little ding. But, no, it's not a little ding, it's a medium ding, thank you. There's, like, a little bit more, right? <laughs> um, and so we're, like, in the middle of a park, making out, fooling around, and... Um, yeah, that was my last one night stand, and it was probably like fucking four years ago now. Mm. Um, I generally do because one night stands are boring. Um, I want to yeah. take you for ten nights because I at least need to fuck you like I want, fuck you like you want, fuck us like it's porn, 
and then like experiment a little bit because it gets better every time. That's the thing. One night stands are usually bad. Yeah, no, one night stands are bad unless you're super compatible and then you just date. But like, I want to have a couple nights with you because I want to feel like I made you enjoy yourself, and that's important. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. What's the no? No. When was your last one night stand? Uh, you don't just get to ask Okay, but does a one-night stand count as hooking up with a friend? No, I don't give a shit. Okay, so I don't know if I've, uh, I don't know if I've ever had one. Might, might have been... I'm just going to stare at her until she tells me, guys. <laughs> Gentlemen, ladies. Might have been like... Everyone. Wait a second. Uh, no, yeah, most of them have been friends. No, but like in, like in, in all honesty. And gentlemen, she said earlier but that like, she doesn't have sex wanna, with friends. But I just want to... That's why I don't do it anymore. Because it never ended good. Unless they're they're moving away or something, then do it. Then do it up. Where am I moving again? <laughs> Washington. Oh shit! No, no, no! You're not moving. Anywhere. Oh my god! No. Have you ever used a sex toy with a partner? Oh my god! Yes, I'm like Batman. <laughs> um, I had sex with. I'm the... like Batman. Yeah. I I have a lot of friends that are lesbians, and I've learned that. Um, your toy is not so much important, gentlemen, as the toys you have available. Um, if you treat sex instead of like a singular event where you're impressive and you treat it as a journey between now and you both having a lot of fun, you lose the ego and you bring in a lot of other toys and accoutrements. I'm being a douchebag. You bring in a lot of shit that's going to make it fun, whether it's lube, toys, videos... Um, costumes, role play, you lose the ego, you focus on you both having a lot of fun over the course of a night instead of, I'm a fucker real good. You yeah. have fun, and you'll make her come at least four times <sighs> if she's really hard and it's like, you know, Dragon Force on expert mode. You make her do Force. it one or you get close, but you get closer than any other guy because you care and you pay attention, you focus on the other things that are available. My dick doesn't vibrate, my vibrators do. I've got four of them, gentlemen. And Damn. guess what? Chicks enjoy the fact that I've got four of them. There you go. Right? You fuck like and a lesbian. They're all, they're all different ones, right? Yeah, I fuck like a lesbian. Not mm. every toy is the same. True. And I learned that from an amazing group of lesbians that taught me a lot of goddamn important shit. And you know what, gentlemen? Go make friends with, with people les- that aren't straight dudes. Yep. You learn You'll some shit. Learn a lot, yeah. Um, do you carry a condom with you? Like no. like in your wallet or no? no? I have a second. So forty four percent. Oh my god! I don't, I don't have that problem. I don't, I don't know how I even like. I just totally forgot I mean, about like, that. Look, don't get me wrong. Like I wear a condom. Uh, if I'm oh, fucking something, like, yeah. But remember, I fuck people I trust. So oh oh so this is actually a really good question. So Mark's had a vasectomy. So when you're with a new partner. Do you wear a 100% condom? Honestly, no. I tell them, and if they want me to wear a condom, I wear a condom. But if I if do, they, they want me, want you to though. No. Really? Most people don't care. Most That's people, most interesting. People wear, most people wear condoms because they don't want to get pregnant. But like, if I just met you, and I don't know where the fuck you've been. I don't fuck people I just met. Okay, fair enough. I fuck people that I enjoy and I have a rapport with, and I have either fair. a relationship or a friendship with, and that is different than one night stands. I I don't have a lot of those anymore. Mm. And I never really did because if I had one night stand, there were a friend of a friend that I knew was an upstanding person. Yeah. Not to say that anyone okay. that fucks okay. strange is wrong. Get so, some strange. So really, like, yeah. If you trust each other, both clean. Why? Yeah, never. why? I, like, I hate to say it, but why not? You want the guy you to know? last longer? Put a rubber on. Yeah. Here's a uh, here's here's one. No, no, 20- no, 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 you don't just get to not answer oh. the question. Oh, I, I have Manhor uh, podcast condoms in my in my bag. Can I have one of those? 
fuck no. I'm saving those for me. Yeah, but we know they're not going to get used, so can I want those? Yeah. We went savage, bitches. Anyway. Maybe we can talk. Maybe you can take one. Um, so, okay, where was I? Um, here's one. What's your biggest sexual regret or missed opportunity? Oh, I've passed up two three-ways. Ooh, okay. I've passed up some three-ways, but I don't regret it. You know, I did, because they were porn-tacular, and I I decided to break up the relationship beforehand, and I I look back, and I'm like, I could have lasted another week for that. Was it two girls or two guys? Oh, well, I have no problem with the devil's three-way, but what I was... Two horns... Uh, two okay. horns, folks. Two dicks. Okay. Two horns. Devil's you have no three problem way. with it? That's no, not good. at all. Why do I care? If I'm going to get two vag, or if you think I'm going to want two vag, you deserve to get two dicks. Like, let's be real here. And we're assuming here that, yes, okay, a woman wants, not every woman wants two dicks, but like, yes, okay. I get what you mean, yeah. I've met a lot of women that were like, yeah, no, I'd love to try that. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of guys have this, like, no, I wouldn't do that. No, i totally do that. Part of a relationship is fulfilling the other person's sexual fucking hangups and fantasies, and you just shut up. And you do the thing as long as you're comfortable. And if you're not comfortable, then don't actually shut up. Jesus fucking Christ, 2017. <laughs> yeah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But just do whatever you think is going to be fun. And I, I had at least two relationships that would have ended in three ways. One of them, and she even described it with like mouth to mouth cum swapping. And I feel so, <gasps> I can't believe I fucking broke up with her because it would have been so fun. And she literally picked someone else to do it. And it would have been so fun. A, a guy? No, it was a girl. And, and the, you, like, it's really a, approved of the girl? It's actually a girl we both know, and oh. I'll talk about to you that later, actually. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, she was, like, super into her, too. And I was like, yeah, no, that'd be fucking amazing. And then we broke up, and I was like, no! No! You're like, you're like, um, oh, the Star Wars scene. No! Vader at the Vader. end, when the, the kids die, you're like, no! No! That would have been such a good three-way... Okay. That was actually what Star Wars is about, folks. He wanted a three-way. Chewie was hot. So that's unfortunate. Um, for me, I would say... Uh, that's... No, no, you don't get to not... Not banging enough. Well, yeah, that's everything. Like, not, okay, not... not uh, I'm just trying to think. Not, like... Maybe not, like... Be, maybe being too picky could be one. <laughs> God. Oh. Also, you know? ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to point out right now... Um, I just took a leak in Sarah's bathroom. Oh, God, what did you see? Uh, I saw nothing other than the most spectacularly clean tub I've ever seen in one of an adult <laughs> woman's apartment. And I have a story to tell about that. Did you fuck in a tub? No, I didn't fuck in a tub. I got fucked because my tub was clean. Nice! Um, next question. So, which is the next one? <laughs> I almost brought a what, on this, by the way. What's the furthest you've ever traveled for a hookup? <laughs> Kitchener. Kitchener Waterloo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, next fucking question. <laughs> Starting over. Did you come just, just, for a, just for a hookup? No, I moved for the person I loved. Okay. That's different. Yeah, was it? That That's way different. That's not a hookup. That's, you're moving because you're dating someone. And it's like, a, you know. We weren't dating until I got there. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. But, okay, let's say, discard that one. Yeah. What would be the second furthest? Think, like, in this area. Oh, like, 45 minutes. Like, just, like, outside? From outside the city in, yeah. Oh, okay, because you live kind of far out of the city. Yeah. But, like, yeah, for me, it would be Dartmouth. (laughs) Atta girl. 
No, but like that was like you know October. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. That was like this this year, but that's still I mean still enough when you when you don't have a car. Yeah. That's a that's a forty dollar cab ride. So. So you essentially paid forty dollars for sex. Essentially, and yeah, essentially I paid forty dollars to get laid. Yeah. Um, but worth it. I don't know. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was worth it. Okay, good. That said, I think going forward, the answer would be New York. Um, so that I think I think that's it for the the sex survey. But thank you so much for for coming Thanks, and ta- talking about stuff that's uh, not many people want to go on a podcast and talk about. That's why we used to fake name folks. Oh shit! We just said it. Like we've ever hidden that Mark's a fake name. I don't think I. I don't think it came up once. No, but we obviously said, "Oh, men, men." <laughs> By the way, she's got this cat that is like the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean. So at least you you saw pussy tonight. <laughs> and I will leave it at that, folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, we should have like some sort of hashtag. I like to put a hashtag at the very end in case people get through it all. Um. Hashtag ask first. Oh, that's a good one. Hashtag ask first. Yeah, I like that. So tweet that out if you've made it through this. Too long. Anyway.